Hi everyone, I'm Regina DuBose and this is Getting Started with Jesus, a podcast designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. Each week I will present some principles, sometimes dialogue with a special guest, and play some inspiring music. And together we will deepen our relationship with God. I encourage you to subscribe or follow our podcast. You can find us on some of your favorite streaming platforms, such as Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And visit our website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. Once again, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. P-E-A-C-E works.com. So let's get started. Today's subject is stolen goods, or really today's subject is embracing the new life. But what I want to do before I get into the topic, embracing the new life, I'm going to share a little bit about stolen goods. This is a true story that happened to me on Saturday, November the 3rd, 2023. And it is fresh in my mind. Therefore, after praying to God, I decided to share it with you before we talk about embracing the new life. So listen to this. Can you imagine the feeling of disappointment when something is taken away from you unexpectedly? You know, the feelings of sadness, regret, anger, and astonishment? The thief comes when you least expect him, and sometimes he comes when you are not prepared. But in many cases, he comes to catch you off guard or throw you off the track of goodwill and praise to God. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, The thief cometh but to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that ye might receive life more abundantly. I interpret that to mean the devil, who is also called Satan, comes around the saints of God to steal your joy, kill your body, and destroy your soul. He lurks around seeking to devour and to cause misery and to be the norm in your life. He tries to catch us off guard and make us curse God for the bad things happening in our lives. He says, yeah, just curse God. Get mad with God. Be angry with God for letting this stuff happen to you. Just curse God. Just like he told God that his servant Job would do in the scriptures, Job chapter 1 verse 11. But we can laugh and rejoice about it now because Job never cursed God for his hardships. He never cursed God. So when I was beginning to feel miserable about my purse, I immediately thanked God for allowing that to happen. I wasn't happy about it, but I was being obedient to the word of God, which says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Then I started to rehearse in my mind the last time that I saw my purse 
before I realized it was missing. So back to the story. We were driving home from a rehearsal. My daughter was there and she wanted us to see the building so that we could navigate to the concert on the following night. I remember that my friend and I sat down on a bench outside the building for a moment. Then we walked back to the parking lot to drive home. On this occasion, I had driven my car and did not lock the doors when we originally arrived to park. It was not until 20 minutes later that I was shocked to find my purse missing from the back seat. I had stopped at a light and reached in my change drawer to give a homeless guy some money. The thought came to my mind, which I knew was the Holy Spirit, to reach in the back seat where my purse was because I had $2 there, but I didn't do it. Next, we stopped at a nearby grocery store and I decided to get my lipstick out of my purse. Then I discovered that it was gone, nowhere in my car. I frantically looked everywhere, even in the trunk of my car, although I knew it was not placed in the trunk. So when I got to my friend's house, I canceled my debit cards and ordered new ones that will come in seven to 10 business days. Then on the next morning, I called the local police and made the report. The officer asked the necessary pertinent questions and he said that he would follow up with me later if he discovered anything. You're not gonna believe what happened next, but let me go on with the story. Talk about the grace and mercy of God. My daughter went to the concert early for a final rehearsal at 4.30, you know, this was the next day. The actual performance was scheduled to start at 7 p.m. But when she got there, the building attendant handed her my purse with everything intact. My driver's license, my debit card, I had a few dollars in there. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. He stated that when he opened the building, he noticed the purse sitting right there on the bench. Apparently, I left it when we sat down to rest on the day before the concert. So my purse was there overnight, all night, sitting right there on the bench near the building. God protected the valuables inside my purse, my cards, my small carrying Bible, and my wallet. You know, the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And Psalm 105 says, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. I am so thankful that God spared my life, protected my purse given the circumstances, and allowed it to be found and maintained by an honest gentleman who returned it to me in perfect condition. That, my dear friend, is the explicit power of grace and mercy from Almighty God. Yes, yes, indeed, His grace and His mercy. So I just wanted to share that story because as we get into the meat of today's podcast, you may want to ask yourself two questions. How does one experience the grace and mercy of God? And why is His grace and mercy important? Think about it. I mean, really think about it. Grace. 
mercy, God's grace and his mercy. We hear this in many Christian communities. His grace is sufficient. But but here is the entire verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. But how does this happen? How do you go? Or how do you grow from faith to faith? How do you know that God will give you more and more of his grace, which is his unmerited love? How do you explain his mercy and favor? Where does that kick in? I mean, how do you know that he's going to spare your life, protect you and your belongings, and help you in times of trouble? How do you know? How do you know? Well, my Bible tells me and my personal walk with God has shown me that you must embrace the new life. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Embracing the new life. Yes, embracing the new life. I can remember the sermons growing up by my good old Baptist pastor who often said, you must be, you ought to be, you should be, you gotta be born again. (laughs) But in addition to accepting Jesus Christ, I believe that you must embrace the new life in Jesus Christ in order to gain the sweet benefits and tremendous blessings of spiritual growth and maturity. Let's face it, the Christian life is a life filled with the opportunity to learn, to grow, to stay with God, to live for Him, and serve Him in the kingdom of God. Serve Him by teaching and helping and leading and showing others how to experience the gospel, the good news. Yes, yes, leading people to God for a healthier lifestyle filled with love, peace, goodness, and joy. (laughs) But you must embrace the new life. (laughs) So what is this new life? You, You see, many Christians never reach the point in their relationship with God where they have grown spiritually enough to accept the will of God and his purpose for their lives. They are left to accept mundane religious practices and programs which leave no permanent impact on maintaining a pure heart yielded to the power of Jesus Christ. They are empty. Yes, we must embrace the new life because it is full of surprises. So let's talk about a few of them as revealed from the Holy Scriptures. What does the Word of God say about this new life? Well, here we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Here's another verse, John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. This is Jesus talking. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. When you go to the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, it tells us that we are encouraged. When you go to the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, we are encouraged to present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, 
which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In other words, your transformation or change comes by the renewing of your mind for the new life in Jesus Christ. You cannot live a new life if you're still walking around with the old mindset. A new mind is mandatory for a positive roadmap in the new life. I love this next verse, which describes the uncanny and unwavering faith of the Apostle Paul. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you hear that? The life which I now live in the flesh is lived by faith of the Son of God, (laughs) who is Jesus Christ. Jesus gives us a new life, and we must embrace it to live life well. Look, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 through 24, it says, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There it is again, renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man or woman, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Listen, everybody, your new life is created in righteousness and true holiness. With the power of the Holy Spirit living inside you, then you can do it. You can live a holy, righteous, spirit-filled, perfect, which means mature, whole, complete, new life in Jesus Christ. But, But you must embrace the new life and study to show thyself approved unto God a workman or a woman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. As stated in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. That is right, we must study, meditate, read, learn, memorize, act on, and use the word of God, which is the Holy Bible, to navigate this new life. The new life is given to all of us free of charge, as found in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's move on to 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 through 13, which says, And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Verse 12. He that hath the son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Yes, yes, yes. Embrace the new life, which leads to an abundant life and everlasting life. 
Remember, as I said three years ago during the 2020 pandemic, this is the last chance to live your best life. Therefore, live life well. Embrace the new life in Jesus Christ and run the race boldly to the finish line. You know, you know, when I really started to embrace my new life in Jesus Christ, I want to give my testimony. Here, here's what happened. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna title this section of the podcast Living Your Own Life. I am finally living life on my terms. I mean, we spend so many years trying to please others and live according to their expectations that we often forget to live a life that is focused on a clear, passionate, direct path. You know, a consistent path, full of energy and moving towards a specific goal or moving forward to a specific place. That's it. That is it. Your place. Just where do you fit in in the puzzle of things that impact the natural flow of your life? What are the terms that you have agreed to acknowledge and utilize in discovering the gist of your life? What matters most to you and how are you fulfilling the need to satisfy your purpose. It's really deep and crazy when you come to realize that many people have not reached the place where they know how to live life on their own terms. When that revelation becomes a reality, then the opportunity will present itself for them to recognize and say, wow, wow, thank goodness. I am finally living my life on my own terms. And there is no limit. Wow, think about it. Just think about that statement alone. There is no limit to what you can do, what you can be, what you can have, what you can feel, and what you can experience, and what you can say by the power of God. Yes. Now listen. This is not a cocky, arrogant statement, but merely a complete statement of faith. Yes, faith in God. God, who is the creator, the director, the producer, and sustainer of every good and perfect gift. Yes, faith in God. You know, my personal prayer this year that for me to meditate on throughout 2023 was for God to increase my faith. And he did. He really did. He has increased my faith to a higher level, which gives me the opportunity to have higher expectations of his grace and mercy. Now, my terms are not incongruent with his terms or his will for my life. I simply have learned to obey, submit, follow, and embrace his method for joy, happiness, peace, and success. Yes, success, successful living on my own terms according to the will of God. My definition of success, well, not totally mine, but the success that God ordains and manages. And I have come to realize that it all starts with one very, very important word, obedience. Remember Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, which says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So be wise and live and embrace the new life. 
Listen, I know, I know this was a long podcast, but as we end 2023 and prepare for a new year, I want you to be fully equipped for 2024. So keep moving forward and cultivating your personal relationship to grow closer to God and embrace the new life on your journey to spiritual growth and maturity. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. So be encouraged. Join us each week and learn the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Let's all grow closer to God, experience the peace of God, share the wisdom of God, and live in the power of God. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast and connect with us on social media. Visit our website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. Once again, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. You can email your questions, review my blogs, and order your own personal copy of my book, Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity, as well as my other book, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity in Small Business. They are also available on Amazon, iTunes, Target.com, and Audible in both hard copy and audio book formats. Feel free to leave us a review. Until next time, be peaceful, celebrate life, keep moving forward, and trust only God. May God give you his wonderful blessings, and thank you for listening.